This is the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Maybe we should do a longer version of that sometime. Yeah. Goes for five minutes. I'm kidding. But okay. it is pretty short. But then again, it is just the theme song for our really, really boring podcast. That no one should ever listen to. I'm Peter Petercan and this is Marceline. And if you've listened to us before, you know what to expect. And if you haven't, good luck staying awake because we are really boring. Yes, we are. Last episode was probably one of the most boring. It was a terrible episode. I've, yeah. I apologize for last time. Yeah. It was really bad. Like we thought the jokes one was so good, we'd do it again. Big mistake. Big mistake. And yeah. we... I don't know. I think we were just both in a really flat mood. Yeah. And so, it just didn't work. Because if you're going to tell jokes, you've got to be you're able to gonna laugh. You're kind of going to base the podcast what you think on your mood a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I would have realised before recording it. I thought, you know, we'd start laughing and nah. No, it, was, it was dead. It was dead. If we've lost any listeners because of that, oh well. You know, you shouldn't be listening to it anyway. That's what we tell you. It's in the title. You shouldn't listen to it. So if you are, hmm, bad luck. If you like it, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> now today's uh, okay. episode was things that go missing. Things that go missing. Dun, dun, dun. Things that go missing. I was just thinking before we move on to that, you know, we could record a, we could record that um, intro, and then never have to play it again. But we play it live every single time, so we hope you enjoy the fact that it's live and unrehearsed. Well, I suppose it's rehearsed. We rehearse it every week, every time we play. And yeah, okay. Things that go missing. For well, me, it's this is this is your idea, so you can take the lead with this. Um, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure what you mean by things go missing. So let's go. What do you mean by things go missing? Things that go missing. For me, it's my socks. Socks. I will put my socks in a in a drawer for my clothes that you're gonna take over to my room, right? Yep. And I'll have all my socks and stuff sorted in that box sometimes, and sometimes not. I'll go into that box, and my socks will suddenly be gone. Mm. I'll walk around the house I won't find them two weeks later they'll be in the box exactly where I put them is it both socks yeah. or just one of them uh, most of the time it's just one of them mm. see I have that same problem I have two socks they go in the wash only one sock comes out and then you find it later or you don't Yeah. I've had many times where I never found that sock I have a theory. There's one-legged aliens who need socks, and they're stealing them. Maybe they're from a different dimension, and they I, they can steal them straight out of the washing machine. I always thought it was like um the washing machine likes to eat socks. That could be that too. I, that, that's what it I was could told. be that too. The washing machine eats socks, and it only ever eats for me. It's only eats my, one because one is enough to fill it up. It's never it's never my right sock. It's always <coughs> my left. Mm-hmm. It's always been my left. I wonder if you took apart a washing machine, an old one, if you'd find... Because I've never done that. If you'd find, like, all these odd socks just inside its Daddy. belly. 
But maybe they consume them like, like it's something up. that they don't tell us about. But these washing machines that they build, they run not just on electricity, but on socks. And they only ever take one sock. Yeah. But, may, but maybe these aliens from a different dimension, their portals only open up into a washing machine, so or, that's where they steal the socks from. What if, what if they, what if every time, so what if these aliens make a washing machine eat the socks, and then there's a little portal inside the washing machine that mm. then they eat and send them up in a tube into the portal? Maybe. And then they shoot out the other side. We might have cracked it, but how would we test that to find out if that theory is correct? Part. Mm. Or one of my favourite ideas to pull a washing machine <coughs> apart. Get the washing machine to spin really fast. Mm-hmm. Right? And then chuck a brick in it. Ah. So you cut the glass out. And then ah, when the washing right. machine is spinning really fast, you chuck a brick in it and it just spins and goes haywire. Ah. It's so funny. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're really good at covering their tracks. Like the other thing for me... <coughs> I don't know if it's the same for all you listeners out there, all our many, many listeners. We have, I could I can't even say dozens of listeners. Uh, <laughs> our few listeners who we love, we love you, appreciate you for listening, even though we tell you you shouldn't listen. Um, and I don't know about you, Marceline, but for me, pens. Yes, I am. Pens, just, they just, it's like they float away. It's like, you know, you put a pen down and you come back and it's gone. Yes. Things where do they go? What do they do? Is there somewhere in the world where they have this big pen party? You made it. You joined the pen party. You escaped the oppression of the humans who use you to write silly things. Is that Tamagotchi? Yes. Tamagotchi. Do you lose your Tamagotchi? No. I so yeah, socks and pens. The other one for me is guitar picks. This is Blob. Oh, hello, Blob. He's taking a poop. <laughs> that washes it away. I remember when Tamagotchis were first popular. I never had one myself. Um, <coughs> maybe if I'd have been a little bit younger. A bit too old for that. But yeah, but guitar picks. I'm always losing, like, I don't know where, I must have lost hundreds of guitar picks over my journey as a guitarist, hundreds of them, and they just, who knows where they go, is is it aliens love socks and pens and guitar picks? Socks, pens and guitar picks, I have things like, um, uh, I had a, I had a box probably, I had a box that could fit a water bottle, right? Yeah. Probably about a two-liter water bottle in it. And it was sitting on the bench. I left it there. I turned around, walked out the door, walked out the door, said bye to my mum, walked back inside, and it was gone. Wow. Nobody else was in the house. And I'm like, where'd it go? I looked around the house. I found it after, after literally an hour of looking. I looked everywhere. It was under the couch. I'm Mm. like, I didn't even touch it. How did it get there? It's like when you drop something, (laughs) unless you're watching it. Like if I drop, like say I'm building something and I drop a screw, right? Mm. Or a nail or whatever. If I have eyes on it, it won't go far and I'll find it and get it. But if I lose sight of it, 
It could be anywhere. It could be outside, or it could be on the roof, or next door, or down the street. Like, it just goes somewhere. Yeah. If you don't see it, like, I, that's my that's my reflex now. If I'm building, like, if I'm on a ladder and I'm screwing bolts in or whatever, screwing in some screws, and I drop one, I straight away, I try to keep sight of it. Because if I don't, I won't find it. It's gone. I like, Where I do like, they go? I like noisy floors. Yep. Because when you drop something, you can hear it. Yeah, true. True. And so you know it's not going You've to got fun. that. You can hear it. But like it's crazy. Like I've dropped stuff, and it, and you find it the other side of the room, or under the fridge, or behind a table. Like, how do they bounce so far? It's just crazy. I dropped a battery once. I dropped a battery once, and it hit the floor, and I lost sight of it. Right? Yeah. It probably it. It was. I so this room. This room's probably about five meters long and three meters wide. It's actually eight by three and a Look half. This room. Yeah, this room is... No, this room. My, eight, oh, your room, my, okay. I thought you were talking about this room. No, one of my old rooms... This room's eight by three and a half. One of your old rooms is... Five by three. Five by three. So it's a pretty decent size room. And I dropped it... When this I is meters, by the way, not feet. We're talking in metric meters. If you want to know meters to feet, times it by three, and that's pretty close. If you can't times it by three in your head... Get out your phone and use a calculator. Um, yeah, I dropped it when I was walking out the door. It was a, um, uh, it was like a little figurine, like kind it's of. It's like fifteen a... by nine, in case you couldn't do that. That's in feet. Fifteen by nine. Okay. Three by five. Um, it was a little like um figurine, Sorry, help probably myself. about the size yep. of a D and D figurine. Yep. Right. And it was something I spent a little bit of time on. Like a Lego figurine. Yeah. Um, I dropped it at the door and I found it on the other side of the room. <laughs> and it was, my room was completely carpeted. And it was a battery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the, I interrupted you so many times that I forgot what it was. Yeah. A battery. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? How? Like if you dropped a battery and you were watching it, it would never go that far. But my floor, the thing that most... Because it could have dropped on a hard floor and then rolled. Yep. Like, like that's possible. My floor was completely carpet. Completely carpet. Wow. And so when... How? I found it on the other side of the room. I picked it up. I dropped it back onto the carpet the same way I did. Yeah. And it hit the floor, bounced, and laid on the floor like, exactly at my feet. And I'm like... How did it... It's like it, it like hit some portal and... Boop. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. It, it's insane. In, and, it's in crazy. And you couldn't hear it because because it was carpet. You couldn't hear it hit the floor. So annoying. So, yeah. How? I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I I had a few years ago um, when I was with my ex-wife. I had, I had this Spider-Man t-shirt. I really liked it. I like to wear this Spider-Man t-shirt. And... One day I realized, where's my Spider-Man t-shirt? I'm looking through all my t-shirts, looking through all my cupboards. It's gone. I don't know where it went. I don't know if someone went clothesline shopping at the back of our house and took it. I doubt that because where we lived, very unlikely. Um, Maybe my ex really didn't like that shirt and she just made it disappear. 
But I've had a few things like that, a few clothes like that over the year, like T-shirts that just... Where'd that T-shirt go? I don't know. I, I, had, I had my big t- um, one, no, two-litre water bottle um, when I was in... When I was, um, when I was getting a taxi once and, and I, I thought I left it in the taxi, but I swear I grabbed it out. Mm. I swear I had it with me the entire way. But as soon as, as soon as, um, as soon as I looked for it, it was gone. Wow. And I'm like, I just had it. So I have things that disappear. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, what? Yep. One yeah. of my friends reckons got, um, reckons there's, um, gnomes that steal one song. Ah, the evil garden gnomes. Because I have a song about that. Because he, ha- he has one, he, he's right, he's basically an entire drawer. So he has his sock drawer full of his pairs and his yep. sock drawer full of his non-pairs. And all of his non-pairs are always left socks. Yep. He's got a whole drawer of just all these different socks that are just left. All left socks. And he never found the right socks. Wow. They just disappeared. So does he just wear two left socks? I didn't think socks were left and right. Doesn't it matter what? Yeah, but after you wear them for a while. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. They, they kinda, they I guess they kind of. And so he would wear them for he'd wear them for about a month, and then one sock would disappear every time. Hmm. So you know exactly which one it was. He was taking those socks. Exactly. Hmm. Will and we ever uncover the mystery of who is taking what? Who or what is taking people's socks? There should be money put into this. Yes. We should. There should be a royal inquiry into what's going on with, with socks. people's socks. Um. It's just. It's just not right. Let's get the FBI in here. Let's get the F- FBI open up. Who's taking those socks? Exactly. What else goes missing? Everything. Everything. Have you ever not ever left something in the spot? Like something like a guitar or something and you mm. come back and it's not there. Where it was. Yeah, usually my kids have taken it. Yeah, but still, like, you leave it once one, it's gone, another, and you, mm. and you find them because they're so big. A glitch in the matrix, maybe. But they're always somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. That's what our episode, that's what our episode should be called. Glitch in I, the matrix. The glitch in the matrix. Um, file that one away for in a few times. You've got an idea for next week, which sounds pretty cool. I had an idea that we could do an episode where one of us starts a story... And the other one continues it, and then we just swap back and forth, and see how terrible a story we can tell. We can file that one away for another time as well. Um, I was going to say that this is this is kind of related, but it's not exactly the same thing. But I get incredibly frustrated with myself because I have a real tendency to put something down, and like one minute later, I can't find it because I don't know where I've put it. Like, I'll be building something, right? And I'll be working in between, like, you know, like yesterday I was putting an air conditioner in here and, um, you know, I'm going between the back of the wall and the front of the wall to put it in. Like, for instance, I could put something down on one side or somewhere, just not thinking, I've got to put it down, and then I need it 
And I'm like, where did I put it? Where did I put it? I actually did that yesterday. I had my goggles because I was doing a bit of grinding. I had to cut the the metal wall to fit the air conditioner in. And I put my my goggles down, my um, safety glasses, because I don't grind without safety glasses because that would be ludicrous. You end up with stuff in your eye. I put it down and I immediately couldn't find it. Where where am I? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Are they in this box? Are they in this box? Where did I put it? Because it was a bit of a mess where I was doing it. You know, so just, they were exactly the same place you left them, but you forgot where you left. I them. just couldn't find them, and because they're clear, you know, you kind of can't see them unless you're like looking looking straight at them. I found them, and they were like right below where I was, but they were kind of hidden a bit by the box that was next to them, and but I do that kind of stuff all the time. It drives me wild. And I'm like, why? When I and I'm try, I try to be better at when I put it down. I take note of where I put it, but so often I don't. This morning, this morning I was fixing my motorbike or trying to at least, and I was um I had a bolt unscrewed in my shifter, right? Yep. And I turned around. I turned around because I heard something behind me, and I turned back, and the bolt was gone from the shifter. It well, was clamped on tight. Yep. And I couldn't find it for oh. 30 minutes. And then I looked <laughs> under my... I, I, I stood up and it was right under me. That's one of the first places you got to look. Yeah, that happens. Where is it? Where is it? And it's in your pocket or you're sitting on it or... Yeah, I think we all do these things. Uh, we shouldn't feel alone that we make... It's just human being human, isn't it? Mm. But being human has nothing to do with the socks or the pens. They just disappear. The pens are an interesting one because people will just borrow a pen and not return it, right? Because they don't cost much money. Who won't think about it? I'm going to borrow a pen. They'll borrow a pen and then they don't ever give it back. See, I, I refuse not to give a pen back. Yeah, I will always try and give a pen back. Um, I, I think I always do, but I reckon there's a lot of people out there, maybe you who are listening, who take pens and don't give them back. And maybe that's where all the pens go. My mum used to do that when she used to work. She'd take a pen, write in it, put it in her pocket, forget <laughs> it was in her pocket. Forget it's there. And then she'd there. come home yeah. and she'd have ten pens in her pocket and be like, I think most people, it's not intentional. Yeah, and then she'd put all the pens back in a drawer, keep one with her, come yep. back, and she'd have more than one pen in her pocket. Yeah. And so she just had she just had a big bag of pens. Yes. And I'm like, where where do all these pens come from? And she's like, oh, I accidentally took them all. It, it's interesting though because I've bought hundreds of pens in my life, and I could probably count on one hand the amount of pens that I've actually had run out of ink, right? Like, they never, I never, like, I can, I can remember maybe a few times, especially when I was at school, because we had to write a lot with our hands, with a pen, in a paper, not typing on a computer. And so I did use pens a lot. So I would have sometimes occasionally as a, as a teenager at high school, running out of ink and a pen but since then I I don't know if I've ever had one that just I've had ones that stop working and I throw them out 
or I, for some reason, keep them. Why would you keep it if it doesn't work? But I don't know. But sometimes I do that. I, oh, it doesn't work. Oh, well, I'll keep it because, what, maybe it'll work later? I don't think so. Just, why well, don't I throw them out? But anyway, maybe because I know it'll just go missing anyway. But um, if I'm buying hundreds of pens and none of them ever run out, where are they going? Because I don't can tell you right now, I don't have hundreds of pens in here. In fact, I can see maybe two or three. Yeah, I've got two or three sitting in there. Where do they go? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. We should make up a song about it. Where do all the pens go? Let's do it now. No. <laughs> You're looking at me like, how can you do this? Where do all the pens go? Where do all the pens go? Where do all the pens go? Nobody knows. That's the end. Maybe if we made that longer, that actually could sound really good. Where do all the pens go? Where do all the pens go? Where do all the pens go? Nobody knows. That <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> Where do all the pens go? Or maybe it could be the aliens are taking them to the pen party. They're going to see the world without you and me. Where do all the pens go? Where do the pens go? When I need a pen, I don't know where to find them. Whee! That could sound really, really good. I could make it better. That's not, that's not a bad start. Yeah. yeah. Actually really then good. it could be, where do all the socks go? Where do all the socks go? Nobody knows. Does the washing machine eat one up? Is that the price of the washing machine? Like instead of putting a coin in, you got to pay for, pay with a sock. Where do, that's going to be stuck in my head now. I hope it's going to be stuck in your heads too. Because I just made it up. Where do all the socks go? Is now stuck in my head. Where do all the socks go? Should I start it on that minor chord? Where, or should it be? Where do all? I kind of like it on the major. It's kind of like that's on a G chord. Where do all the socks go? Where do all the socks go? Where do all the socks go? Nobody knows. I really, really like that. <laughs> it's not bad. I have to make that song. Where do all the pens go? Where do all the pens go? Where do all the pens go? Nobody Nobody knows. Yeah, I like that to the D. From the G to the D to the C C C. <laughs> where do all where do all the socks go? Anyway, there. One to work on. I reckon if we get, I actually really really like that. <laughs> you didn't even want me to do it. You were giving me the death stare. Yes. I Don't did. you dare do that on my podcast. But I did it. That and actually sounds go. really, really good. I Where do all the pens go? It's catchy. It's like 
like it it makes you kind of like happy yeah it, even though they're gone which is kind of a paradox of the whole song but it's but it's like a good song and I really like how it's played like all the chords match quite nicely yeah yeah it's just G and D really I started it on E minor but I didn't really like it it's too sad you could do a bit of it where you could change it that where do all the pens go nobody knows where the pens go where do all the socks go nobody knows where the socks go where do all the pens go yeah that'll, that'll be the bridge yeah yeah alright there you go you heard it first here before it's it makes me famous and and I get pen and sock endorsements from pen and sock companies. I'll have so many pens and socks that they can't possibly all go. Until they all do. Until they all do, exactly. They'll be like, how many pens do you want to be like, oh, as many as you can give me two days later. I've only got three pens. Where'd they all go? Oh, here's a conspiracy theory for you. The pen and the sock company steal them. So we have to buy more pens and socks. Big pen and big sock are behind it all. Yep. There you go. It's become a conspiracy theory now. Big dude does big pen steal the ball. Yeah. They have like, maybe they put some little thing, thing in it, a tracking thing or some like little ability for it to just fly out the window. And like they, the they make it come, re- they press a button and it says return to base. And the pen just like rolls. No, like ma- <laughs> no they've, got, they've got like a special magnet in them. And then they, they click a button, it turns the magnet on and all the <laughs> magnet, magnet to the giant magnet. Maybe they have drones come into your house and like pick them up, pick up the pens, take the pens. Because then you got to buy more pens. That's the thing. That's what they were thinking. Like back in the day, it was like, we've invented the ballpoint pen. It's an amazing invention and it will last so long. And then they're like, wait a second. We need to sell more pens. The shareholders are restless. How are we going to sell more pens? And one guy goes, I know. We steal them back. There you go. We've, we've, uh, we've smashed it wide open. New conspiracy theory. New conspiracy guys. theory. The pens and the socks. The pen and sock companies. They reckon they maybe they're all owned by one one person. The pen baron. And the sock baron. And the sock baron. Maybe they both controlled by it because it's the similar behaviour. Maybe they both like because a man with the socks. They don't have to steal one sock. They don't have to steal both socks. They only have to steal one. Yeah. And then people are going to either go around with odd socks, or they're going to buy more socks. Unless you're my little brother. Most people will buy new socks. Unless you're my little brother. He just wears ra- random socks every day. He just pulls them straight out of his drawer and be like, nah, they're odd. Yeah, that'll do. Who cares? So he started calling him Dobby. I remember as a kid, my sister, um, who's 12 years older than me, uh, she just did that as a fashion statement. She would wear odd socks on purpose. No. My little brother, we call him Dobby because he wears so many different socks. And in the books, Dobby refuses to wear the same socks. He says that's a rip-off. Right. So he wears different socks. Mm. Why not? Four. 
Maybe that's what I'll start doing because I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give in to the people behind this conspiracy. Exactly. Until you wear through your socks. Yeah. Well, then I'll have to buy new socks, won't I? But then you're not getting into um, their one. I've been wearing bamboo socks lately, actually. And I have to say, they're really comfy. I'm not wearing any socks at the moment. Uh, Marceline is wearing smiley face pink and blue socks. Very lovely. And my socks are, well, my feet are bare. Because I'm at home, and when I'm at home, I don't like to wear shoes or socks. Much to my own detriment, because sometimes I'll injure my foot, which is a bit stupid. But I really don't like wearing footwear. But I have to for work, you know. I mean, apart from this work, this work I can get away with it, because I'm the boss. But when I go teaching a school, I have to wear shoes. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's funny. I like that idea. I'm, and if I made a video for that song, you could have the pens like rolling away and the socks like like a worm, like like worming their way out the door. That could be really funny. Or, or what, you could do, what you could do is tie like a bit of fishing line to the top of them and like make them like jump across. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to do that. Because my ambition is to make a... I'm going to do this. I am going to do it. I want to make some... Because you may not know. You probably... You probably did. I probably mentioned it. I'm a primary school or elementary school teacher. And um, as you can tell, I write songs. I've written a lot of songs over the years. So my ambition is to make a YouTube channel where I make educational videos for kids using my music and my silly idiocy. And so I could put that song into my videos that I'm going to make. And, uh, yeah, nice little element of a bizarre little song that people might get a kick out of. So look out for that. If you put it on Spotify, I'll add it to my playlist. Where will the bands go? I've got stuff on Spotify, as you know. Nobody listens to it. It's um, It's because nobody knows me. Peter Peter Can and I've got another one called Waking Phoenix. Wait. You can check out my music. My Waking Phoenix stuff are some of the songs are recorded well and others aren't. I'm just kind of it was a bit hit and miss. I recorded it during the pandemic just for something to do. I really like um I know how to sing the entire song of Happy Birthday I'm Leaving You. Oh wow. I know how to sing the entire song cuz I refuse wow. not to be able to sing it. Wow. And I'm determined I will do anything. Well, should I play it? You want me to play it now? No. No. That's a shame, because I feel like playing it. My guitar's just over there. But that's all right. Check it out. I'm on Spotify and Apple Music, uh, YouTube, some songs. Uh, Waking Phoenix. Phoenix is spelled F-E-N-I-X. Um, I tend not to tell people about it, because I just... I don't know. I just... I just Forget about it. I kind of get, like... I don't know. I don't like... Promoting myself? Well, no, you're not promoting yourself. No, you're promoting me. You're promoting me. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of like... That's probably why I've never really done anything successful because I find it hard to talk about myself and I find it hard to say, listen to this, this is great because I can see all the flaws in it and I think it's not that good, but have a listen. I think there's some good songs. My favourite Waking Phoenix song... Probably Eve, Hole in My Heart, because I wrote that for my wife. That one's a good one as well. 
but I do like Happy. I'm very partial to Happy Birthday. I'm leaving you. I wrote that song um, the day, or not the day, like when I when I I was getting divorced from my ex-wife, and I left her the day before her birthday. Does that make me a bad person? I don't think so. There's no like my like my therapist said. There's never a good time to leave somebody. It was, yeah. So I just had to go. I had to get out for my own safety and my kids' safety. So we got out, and um, mental health safety mainly is what I mean. Although, yeah, I'm not going to get into that whole period in my life. It's let's keep this light. Uh, but it was a dark period in my life. And I left her the day before her birthday. So I joked to one of my kids when I was, I was driving away, I should write a song called Happy Birthday, I'm Leaving You. So I did. So the song is about, and it's it's kind of nasty. Some of the lyrics are pretty nasty um, because that's how I felt at the time. I've since forgiven her for what she did to me, the things she did. Um, yeah, you know how- but I still am not associated with that person anymore because that's not healthy for me to be associated with that person. Uh, so, yeah, that's what that song's about. It's about... It's actually... It's a breakup song, but it's a happy breakup song, if that makes sense. Does it sound happy to you? Like, like I'm... Like, the chorus is like, Happy birthday, do-do. I'm leaving you, ooh. Like, it's like, do-do. Happy birthday, do-do. I'm leaving, yeah. Anyway, check it out. Spotify, Apple Music. That one is on YouTube. There's a video for it. Um, and it's interesting that video is the first time I ever really tried to use green screen. It's triplets. Because it's all me. on the Me on the drums, me on the bass, me on the guitar, in different costumes, all at the same time, because I green screened it. It's and the triplets. It was surprisingly easy to do. And uh, I think it came up really well. Um, the other song I really like is I Don't Mind. I really like that one. I think that one actually came up really good. And I really love at the start of the song, I actually made a mistake on the bass. And I loved it so much I left it in. It was like, I played the wrong note. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I like it. I like that one. But yeah, some of them are like, Anathema, there's too many mistakes in it that I didn't fix. Yeah. Anyway, have a listen. See what you think. I think it's okay. Considering I recorded and mixed and mastered the whole... Actually, I paid someone to master it, but I mixed it all myself. I don't understand my master. Uh, Just that final polish to make it sound professional. Yeah. Yeah, because mixing it is getting the levels sounding right, adding effects to it to make it sound how you want it to sound and then you send it to a mastering engineer to just finish it off and make it sound just perfect but I don't think it's perfect but anyway and then there's my Peter Peter Can music which you can check out too it's all for kids kids stuff is it also on Spotify? yeah some some songs um, let's have a look what songs have I got of Peter Peter Can you, you should add Flesh Eating Pixies yeah I need to record that one Flesh Eating Pixies. Evil Garden Names I've recorded, but I haven't released. Um, there's a lot of them that I've recorded. Zombies and Humans. There's heaps of them that I have recorded, but I've never put them out. Because they're not quite ready, and I don't have time to finish them. Uh, I did I did once put out an album 
but under the name Johnny Rascal, which had a bunch of children's songs. 16, actually. I've got it in my list here, but I took them down. Cause Johnny no one was his Rascal. Name. Johnny Rascal. Here's Johnny Rascal was the name of the album, but you won't find it anywhere now. I actually, I actually burnt like 50 CDs or something and sold them. Because I, I did a did a performance at one of the schools down in Melbourne. Is Johnny Rascal an actual person? That was me. I'm Johnny Rascal. Uh, but now I go by Peter Peter Kane. Because Johnny Rascal was an idea, right? Where because you know about Cosmic Kitty that I, the band I had with my kids, and we put out a CD called That's Not Grandma, and we played. This was when we lived in South Australia. We played a lot of shows. Well, not a lot of shows. We played a few. We even played. We got paid couple of hundred dollars to play out front of the spotlight shop for like three hours one day and we played and everybody loved it played at a couple of birthday parties we played at a couple of schools um we played in part of like 1200 people for a christmas party at the kids school yeah but my kids grew out of it they didn't want to do it anymore so i was like i'm gonna put out new songs and so i chose the name johnny rascal to put out songs on my own Tamagotchi's doing something. Such classics as Runaway Pigs, Pockets, Rocket Cow, Bubblegum Road. There were some good songs on that, but, you know, lost momentum of that. I was going through a rough time in my marriage, my previous marriage at that time, and so I couldn't put the energy into it that I needed, and so I just kind of fell apart. Um, and another thing is the music was aimed at primary school age kids, and I found that with primary school, primary school age kids, the kids love the music, but the kids don't have any money. It's the parents that have the money, and the parents didn't want to spend any money on my product. And the, the schools weren't interested in me coming and playing at the schools unless I knew someone in the school. And so it just kind of didn't... It was just kind of too hard. That's why I'm now Peter Peter Can, because... I'm aiming at the four to seven-year-old market where parents do spend money on their kids. And not only that, kids will watch the videos and I can make them educational as well. So I just think it'll work better um, if I want to actually make some money from it, which isn't everything. I want kids to love it, but you do need to make a living if you're going to be spending a lot of time doing it. I'm not a primary school kid. I like all your songs. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. I think they have universal appeal. I think at the end of the day, I've got to pick something and stick with it and keep producing it and releasing it, and then it'll get some traction. But I have this tendency to put it out. No one watches it. No one listens to it, and I just get... I just lose all faith in it. I'm just like, oh, I suck. I'm no good, and I stop. Because um, like most artists, I don't believe in myself enough that's probably the truth and I think well maybe it just sucks but as you said you think the songs are good most people listen to think they're good but it's just getting people to watch something's really hard where is Peter Peter Can P-M-M-N-O-P I've forgotten my alphabet N-O Peter Peter Can the gingerbread man I, I want to be a ninja spy. Runaway pigs. Watch out, little red. I try, I try, I did it. I've got pockets and snack times this time, so I don't have a lot. Yeah, it's about... That's the first kid song I ever wrote. It's about, obviously, Little Red Riding Hood. 
I still remember when I made it up because I was I was teaching, I was a student teacher, and I had year ones at a Catholic school in um, in South Australia in Adelaide, and I had to make up a lesson about learning the sequence of stories. You know what's the start of the story, what the middle of the story is, what the end of the story is. And so I sat down at home. I remember sitting on the bed very, very vividly and I came up with this chorus. Hey, watch out, little red. The big bad wolf's in town and he wants you dead. I was like, that's awesome. And so I sat down with these kids the next day with this lesson and then we wrote the verses together. So, okay, so I'm like, this is the chorus and I played it. And I stood around and I played it. The teacher was sitting at a desk and she just looked up at me like she couldn't believe what she was hearing. Like, because she'd never heard me sing before. So, it was pretty funny. She was just like, what? Did you think you were good or bad? I think she thought I was good. So, the kids helped me write the verses. So, they sequenced the story. You know, what comes first? On the way to grandma's house, there was a wolf standing in the path, blah, blah, blah. And so, they ended up, we, we wrote this song together and, um... And then the bridge of the song is the grandma, what big eyes you have, all the better to see you with. And so, um, yeah, they loved it. And the whole school loved it. Even the Annie Wants You Deadline, which I've re- I've had to change at a different school because they censored it. They didn't like it. It was too violent. So I had to make it better use your head instead of what's your dead. And, um, but yeah, they came up with actions for the song. And then we had an all school mass, which is like assembly. And we performed it as a class, me on the electric guitar, like with full distortion. And the kids doing like, and he wants you dead, they run their thumb across their across their neck and everything. Like, these are great ones. And the, and the parents and the, the staff loved it. They thought it was the most amazing thing. And so I was like, I should write more kids songs. So I started writing kids songs and that's... I, you know, I, my favourite, my favourite kids songs would have to be, well, I haven't heard Watch Out Look Red, which I think would be amazing. My favorite kids. We'll chuck it in the podcast about here. My favorite kids song right now is um, is what's it called? It's called uh, Wombat Cat. Ah, I do like Wombat Cat. I haven't released that one either. My son actually wrote that. My son Tyler, who's thirteen, when he was about five, and we had a fat grey cat, and he just came up with this song. He just started. He was walking around the house and he's going Wombat Cat, Wombat Cat, yeah. One back cat, one back cat, yeah, one back cat, one back cat. Ow! And that was his song that he made up, and so I turned it into a song. He did another one called Chicken Nuggets. You can look that one up too. Chicken Nuggets. It's on two channels. It's on my Peter Peter Can channel, but it's also on a channel we call You Stupid. Y O U S T U P I D. It's like YouTube, but You Stupid. But we just put stupid videos on there. Chicken Nuggets. And he he actually sings that. He sung it into my phone, and then I made a song up with it. And then, and then um, in the last, you chuck, you chuck him a chicken nugget, and you catch it, and you're like, good cat. Yeah, oh yeah. He, and he caught that unrehearsed. I was so excited. I'm like, great catch, Tyler. And then, he wasn't exactly and then I cut the Tyler off it because I didn't want anyone to know his name. But he's 13 now, and he's about, very embarrassed by that whole video thing. Um, but yeah, check that out. I'll put, I'll put the link, I'll put some of these links in the description so people can go and check these things out. Um, yeah, I'll chuck a bunch of links up. We'll see if anybody listens to it. I'll know because I can see how many people have watched these things. What does 
than six days maybe. Oh, All Time Low. That's a concert. There's a band called All Time Low. We're going to see them in Brisbane. It's, it's pop punk. Pop punk music. So loud, heavy guitars. I know it sounds like it's not bad. But it's not, it's not the kind of punk where they don't sing well. These guys sing really well. Um, they're quite quite popular, quite famous amongst, well, probably amongst the younger generation, but I, know them. I like them and my kids like them, so we're going to go see them. All time low. Good band. If you're going to check them out, the album, I, uh, the album that I uh, recommend you check out is Wake Up Sunshine. One of the best albums of, the, of this century, I think. Sunshine. It's a great album. Wake Up Sunshine. Yeah, by all time low. It's really like it's, yeah, I don't know. It's very positive kind of vibe to it. Some of their other stuff, not so much, but Wake Up Sunshine, great album. So Wake Up Sunshine is what we should be listening to. Wake up sunshine, somebody loves you for yourself. It's a great song and a great album. Anyway. Listen to it I guess similar, kind of similar to like everyone's heard of Blink One Eighty Two, kind of a bit like that. You might not have heard Blink, of Blink, but most people have. Yeah. We should also um after what was the one we we're gonna add in red um watch out little red and then after that we should then play uh one back cat. <laughs> one back cat, one, one back cat, cat yeah, yeah, one back cat. We'll chuck a few of these. We'll actually spend some time today chucking a few of these in for you to listen to. At, like at the end? Yeah, or even insert them where we're talking about it. I don't know. There, there is nowhere on the internet to listen to Wombat Cat. But the one that I'm most excited about at the moment is Goldilocks. I wrote a song about Goldilocks. I was at um, the one of the local schools last year and I was in the Prep 1 class. And they're like, I'm playing these songs for them, you know? Like, I've got Gingerbread Man and I've got um, Little Red. And they're like, one of them goes, play a song about Goldilocks. And I'm like, I guess I'll make one up, you know? I know the story. And I just came up with this song, like, Goldilocks, what you doing going in the three bears house? And it's like the most catchy song I've probably ever written. I played it at the school disco the other night and everyone was just going crazy. And I've, I haven't released it. I've made a video, but it's not finished. Um, but that's one to look out for. If one of them's going to make me go viral, it could be that one. But you know what? I say that every single time I put out a song, and then it gets like 100 views. So, <laughs> so I'm not expecting much. I'm never expecting much. But you know what? Eventually, I might crack it. You never know. But I really like it. I might put a little snippet of that one maybe here. You haven't heard it, have you? I haven't heard Goldilocks. I've got a video for it that's nearly done. I just got to record me singing it and maybe doing a dance to it as well or something to put into it so that the kids have got actions. That's something that I've always neglected to do. Actions for my songs. Because when there's actions, the kids just get into it big time. Who do you mean get into it? Like, they love copying the actions, doing the dance to it. Yeah. Anyway. And then they won't stop doing their dance. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, there's a song. There's a song that's so catchy that I absolutely learned to hate. Um, so I'm a scout and I went to um Cubbery, which is a scout yep. camp for cubs, and I was 
um, and I and I was helping out, so I would do activities and stuff. And one of the one of the um, sub cans was C. Yep. And their and their verse to um to what's it called? Um, their first song was um I was uh, it was a sunny day and I went to play down by the sea. I saw a pirate ship. I saw a pirate ship and part and the captain said to me, "We're going this way, that way, forwards, backward, up and down, up and down over the deep blue sea." And there's actions to it, and it's done by puppets. Yeah. And after a while, after a while, after they gain a whole bunch, it gets faster and faster until it gets to a certain point, and then it stops. Yeah. So annoying. And then you'd be like, <laughs> and you'd be like, "This way, that way, up, forwards, backwards, yeah. up and down, up and down over the deep blue sea," and and it will do. It's like the hokey pokey, yes. a horrible song, absolutely horrible song. But the actions are so fun and, and that everybody stuff. gets into it. You do the hokey pokey and you turn around. You know the interesting thing about the hokey pokey? We got any listeners in England? They do a different version there. Like we just go, you do the hokey pokey and you turn around, and that's what it's all about. They don't say that. What do they say? I oh, know. It's at the end of, oh, the hockey pokey, oh, the hockey pokey, oh, the hockey pokey. We say that's what it's all about. They go, oh, the hockey pokey, knees stretched, arms bent, rah, rah, rah. I know. I'm looking at your face and I'm thinking, yeah, that's what I thought when I first was over there and I heard that. Knees bent, arms stretched, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And it's interesting how... Different songs are sung slightly differently. Like I was watching um, one of the inspirations for me to make these videos I'm going to make for four to seven-year-olds. There's a YouTuber called Miss Rachel and she does like videos for babies. This is Zoe, my little daughter. She loves Miss Rachel. She'll just watch her for hours. But she sang like, you know, the down... No, what's that? What's that song um, that I'm thinking of? I can't think of it. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, Galumph went the little green frog one day, Galumph. But she was like, mm-hmm, went the little, or something different like that. It was like completely different. I'm like, isn't it interesting how, and the other one's the Insy Wincy Spider. Well, I say the Insy Wincy Spider. Some say the Itsy Bitsy Spider. The Insy Wincy Spider climbed up the water spout. Some say the Itsy Bitsy Spider. It's just interesting for me how... One of the songs They're different in different places. My little sister's been listening to on Google for so long now. It's um that I think it was five. There's five little there's five little red frogs sit, sitting on a big fat log. Yeah. Something like that. Five that little speckled frogs sitting on a speckled log eating some most delicious bugs. See, I, yum yum. I, I was it was always for me. Five little speckled frogs. Eating, I'm sitting on a big fat log. Okay. Yeah, and so it's there's different versions, isn't it? It's interesting, isn't it? I learned big fat log when I was in kindy, and then um, and then then eating most delicious rice, and then when we would do that, you'd be like, yum yum, yum yum. Yeah, these are the kind of songs I need to put into my videos, which I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I uh, I need to find time to do it. Me and my little brother just. Decided to spend an hour making it as um, adult as possible. <laughs> so I have a fully adult, a fully adult version. I don't know if I want to hear. Of it. 
and um, I, I, yeah. me, no, me, my little brother think it's hilarious. Yep. That's one of my most famous songs. Well, not that any of my songs are famous, but one of my most popular ones is a wombat on a surfboard. And um, it's not even my song. I didn't make that up. Um, I got that from a school that I that I taught at. And yeah, was a wombat. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the actions for that one are pretty fun. Kids love it. Um, but I didn't make that up. That was in a... Back in, here in Australia, we used to have these sing books that would come out every year and go to schools. Yeah. There was a song that was in that. And I know the name of the person who wrote it. Louise Pettigrew, I think it was. But I can't find any information about her. So how can I make sure she gets paid if that song gets famous? So from me, I have no idea. But whatever, I suppose it's not my responsibility to claim royalties. But whatever. Pettigrew, I'm not going to get any money from it anyway because... When you said Pettigrew, I was like Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew. From, no. Um, no. Don't know the person, not related. Not related. But yeah, I don't take claim for that one. One of my other really popular ones, Vampire Teacher. That's a really popular one. Um, well, what it used to be when I would play it to kids at school, they would always ask for Vampire Teacher. Want to be a Ninja Spy is another one. But yeah, Goldilocks always goes well. And so does um, Gingerbread Man. Kids love that one. I get that one all the time. Play Gingerbread Man. Can you play the Gingerbread Man? Please play the Gingerbread Man. Pretty much. The kids are weird. <laughs> They're funny but weird. They are funny. Anywho, get the weirdest stuff out of them. We've probably done long enough yeah. and run out of things to talk about. So yeah, we talked about things that go missing. Made up a song about socks and pens, and that's what led us to talk about my music. Wasn't planning that. But anyway, we might splice a few clips of some of the songs into the podcast before we before we upload it. Yes. Um, and yeah, hope you enjoy them. If you don't, too bad. Because yeah, they are what they are. And so is our podcast. It is what it is. And if you don't like it, you're not supposed to. This is... No, it's This Was. This was the really, really boring podcast That no one should ever listen to I played the wrong chord there. I messed it up. It's supposed to be D minor. And I played D. Ah, oh, let's do it again. This was the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Sayonara.